Okay. So first of all, Bishkech to Nachi and Shana Gordon. Nachi is here. Okay. Shkayach, Shkayach for sponsoring uh, the breakfast and learning this morning. Zeich Nishmas Chaim Moshe Ben Benyamin Tzvi, Joseph and Aliyah, and with that, all Shavu Brachah Natsachah should come to you. The whole Mishpacha, all of Kali Yisrael. Okay. So, so last week we um, we began taking a little bit of a of a break from Sefer Yeshua. Bez Hashem, we'll get back to it after Shavim to uh, discussing of Shavim. So, uh, but we did it. Uh, we we start talking about it in a little bit of a more expanded uh, way. So the sugya that we what we started last week is the sugya of the Erev Rav, to really appreciate the Indian of, of Mitzrayim, of Gauls Mitzrayim, Mitzias Mitzrayim, which is what the weeks of Shavim are running through. And the Arizal revealed to us that it's because we're reading and learning about Gauls Mitzrayim and Gauls Mitzrayim, that's why Shavim has this kayach of tshuva, of tikkun abris. So in order to appreciate what Gauls Mitzrayim was about and what Gauls Mitzrayim is about, we have to learn about the Erev Rav. That's what we, that's what we had last week. Now, Last week were really the questions, the, the, the discussion really was revolving around who the Erevav were. Simply, who were these people of the Erevav? And what we saw last week was that it's Machlekes and Chazal. We're just going to sum up for a moment a couple of minutes, and then we'll move on to the next, uh, next uh, step. So what we saw is that it was Machlekes and Chazal. The Mechilta, Rashi uh, quotes that. Rashi and the Mechilta are of the opinion that the Erev Rav were a multitude of many nations that, for whatever reason, found themselves in Mitzrayim. We're talking about millions and millions of people, a huge number of people, um, and they, for whatever reason, felt this affinity and this connection with Kal Yisrael, and that's the Erev Rav, and really we saw that's really what Pyre was threatened by. He wasn't threatened by the Yidden, he hated the Yidden, but he wasn't threatened by the Yidden. He was threatened by the Am B'nai Yisrael, this multitude, these millions of people that uh, found themselves within Mitzrayim, and the reason why he placed the Avdus on the Jewish people was really not so much because he, he was afraid of them. If he wanted, he could have, you know, that, that wasn't his issue. His issue was, you know, if I make them a low-class uh, people, then hopefully the Erevrav won't feel, you know, they won't feel as desire to associate with Kalei So that was one opinion. The Erevrav are, again, millions of people, foreigners, that somehow find themselves in Mitzrayim and feel this connection with Kalei Yisrael. That was the Mechilta. And then we start from the Zayar Kaddish. The Zayar is a different opinion that the Erev Rav was not uh, these millions of people, a multitude of, of, of foreigners in Mitzrayim. Rather, the Erev Rav were the upper class, top echelon sorcerers of Mitzrayim. The Khartoumi Mitzrayim, the ones that in the beginning are opposing Moshe Rabbeinu, the ones that in the beginning are trying to disprove all the Makis as being just witchcraft, they were the Erev Rav. And that was the, uh, the huge catch that Moshe Rabbeinu was thinking of. That uh, this is, we're talking about Mamish, the, 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 the high society of Mitzrayim, and they wanted to become part of Kali Yisrael, and that's what the Erev Rav were. That's what we saw. Okay, that's Machlekes and Chazal. And then the last thing that we saw also, and this, this really was the question we left off with, is that in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu's thinking of to take the Erev Rav with us when we left Mitzrayim, there seems to be a little bit mixed messages in terms of what the Rabbani Shalom wanted. Do we want the Erev Rav? Do we not want the Erev Rav? On the one hand, like the Zoyar and the Medrash both recorded the same conversation, which is, the Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Rabbani Shlolem, the Erevav want to join, so we should be Makar of them. And the Rabbani Shlolem says, not a good idea. I see where these things are headed. It's not a good idea. And Moshe says, no, I think it is a good idea. So Rabbani Shlolem says, fine, you take them, but they're, it's, it's your responsibility. That's basically the conversation, which seems, again, which opens up a lot of questions, like why Moshe Rabbeinu is fighting with Rabbani Shlolem about this. If Hashem says, no, it's no. Okay. Uh, but the, the, the other question is, the more important question is, um, if the Rabbanish was clearly saying no, yet, on the other hand, and we saw also from the Arizal, that Moshe Rabbeinu went out of his way to rearrange the, the order of the mitzvahs of Pesach, uh, you know, that he gave over uh, Pesach night, but, you know, a few days before Pesach, by, by, before Marcus Bechiris, he rearranged the order in order to be Makariv, to be Mechazik Erevrav, so you have this in the Rabbanu seems to be like very disinterested in the Erev and it's the Moshe Rabbeinu's an Indian that he wants to make of them. Yamitzah we saw that the entire purpose of the Makis was really in order to convince Parai to let the Erev Rav out. Because in terms of convincing Parai to let Yidin out, he wasn't interested in having the Yidin in this country to begin with. What he was threatened by and what he was disturbed by is allowing the Erev Rav to go, whether they be the millions of people or the top echelon. Those were the ones that he didn't want to let out. And the Makkas were really there 
to force Parah's hand, not just to let Kla Yisrael out, but to let the Erev Rav out. Now that seems to indicate the Rebbe was interested in the Erev Rav. So, so which one is it? It's very confusing. That's what we saw. That's sort of how we ended off last week. Who the Erev Rav were, Machloikes, and mixed messages, whether we want them, whether we don't want them. Okay. So now we're going to go to the next uh, part of the discussion, which is <coughs> to answer the question of who were the Erev Rav, but not B'derach Hapshat, in terms of the Neshamas. In Pneumius, who the Erevav were, what are these souls, the souls of the Erevav, where are they coming from, what's their inyan, why are they so important, why is there mixed messages about this, and we'll see in this way of really going into the history of the souls of the Erevav, we'll then be able to, hopefully, as Hashem, show how the Medrash and the Zayar are really, uh, you know, they, they go together, it's not really a machlokes. that's always the way it works. In Pshat, it's Machlaikasin. In Pneumius, what initially looks like a machlokes, they really complement each other, so... We'll see. I'm not sure um, whether we'll be able to get through everything today. This might be next week. We might have to sort of further develop the sort of the, the spiritual history of the Erev Rav. That's what we're talking about right now. Last week was the physical history of the Erev Rav, who they were. Now it's the spiritual history of the Erev Rav. Okay, but Hashem, again, you'll you'll bear with me. It's it's these are very very important sugyas that open up mamish Yiddishkeit and Jewish history bechlal mamish. Um, but, but like everything else, that's, everything that's deep and big and, 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 and Yiddishkeit altering, you have to go slow. You have to go slow. You can't, uh, you want to rush things because it's, it's big ideas. I'll tell you the truth. Last night when I was sitting down, you know, uh, you know figuring out what to say, I really was going back and forth whether to talk about this or not because I, I know that it, it could be confusing to some people and it might throw a person for a loop. So I, you know, so I was really has. Now, on the other hand, like uh, I'm naive, and I just want to share. I want to share Tyra. So, if, it, it, if 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 this discussion throws anyone, then like I usually just then forget it and move on, and and that's it. But uh, I think with time, what initially starts off as like a shocking concept and ideas that throw you, with time, you know, it's like everything as we get used to things, right? So it's just a matter of like allowing the concept to sort of settle and and it'll find the right place in your head. Okay. But I'm going to try to do the best I can to say what I need to say and not say things that might confuse. So if there's any questions that people have, some of the questions I'll be able to answer, some I won't be able to answer because, you know, sometimes when you answer a question, you have to know what the next question is, right? So I, sometimes you have to say, I'm not answering that question because I know the next question after that I'm not going to be able to answer, right? So I will right, we'll do the best we can. Okay, so it's like this. To really appreciate the history of the Erevrav, the Arizal, in a number of places, again, it's a major discussion in his writings, and, it, and in order to, to get to that qu- the answer of who the Erevrav were, spiritually speaking, we have, to, we have to go back a second and to really ask a much broader question, which is, and the Arizal does ask this, what exactly was the purpose of Gauls and Tzrayim? Like, when you, just read, when you just read Chumash, it's out of nowhere. I mean, usually every exile that we have that we've experienced was because of Eris. We did something wrong, and Rabbi Hashem punishes us by kicking us out of Eretz Yisrael, or whatever. It's a, it's a punishment. It's an punishment for something. Mitzrayim is, is mamish out of nowhere. It doesn't seem to be for any particular reason. Even though, historically, I mean, the way the, way the story plays out, you know, it's because of the sale of Yosef Tzadik, right? He, that's why he ends up in Egypt, and, and the whole thing continues. But we know that Avram Avinu already was told by the Rabbi Hashem, by the Brisbane of Sarm, that your children are going to be enslaved in a foreign country, which ended up being Mitzrayim. So even before there was ever a Havamina of a Yosvat Tzaddik and selling Yosvat Tzaddik, there's already a decree of Gaulus Mitzrayim. It's like, well, what's the Indian over there? Why the, what was the purpose of that Gaulus Aleph? Why was it in such a, a way of slavery? Because we didn't have such a Gaulus we haven't had since then, Baruch Hashem, in such a way. We've been in foreign territory. We've been attacked in other ways, but slavery is unique, Okay. And why Dafka Mitzrayim? Why that place in particular? So these are the, the broad questions. Okay, now, the way the Rizal goes about answering this is that he goes all the way back. You have to go all the way back. When Adam and Chava ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it was many, it was cataclysmic, okay? Two major problems took place, okay? Now we're going to be talking about the second one. The first problem that happened as a result of the Chet of the Yitzhadas is that everything just went down. Everything went down. I mean, what life was, where are the Mochava were living, the mindset, the big madregas, shrunken. Everything shrunken. The Chazal even say such a thing, that Adam and Chava before the sin, 
we're so tall that they, that they, uh, they towered over the sun. And as a result of the sin, Chazal say, Hashem took his hand and just squashed Adam and Chava to be human-sized. Obviously, you know, it doesn't mean physical, but it means on a spiritual level. It means they were huge, huge people, huge people, and all of a sudden, tiny. So we, we go through that sometimes in our own lives, having moments of, of, of bigness, and then you, you shrink down. So that was a huge, a huge yurida. That's why we're not talking about it right now. The other effect that happened with the Chedi Sadas is the mixture of Toiv and Ra. The mixture of Toiv and Ra. Not only were Adam and Chava on a high level, but it was absolutely clear what Kedusha was and what Tumah was. Ganeidim was holy, and there was a place of the Nachash. As a result of the Chedi Sadas, by them listening to the Nachash, inviting the Nachash into their world of Ganeidim, that caused a bilba, that caused the mixture of toivin on all levels, and that causes confusion, you name it. I mean, that the fact that anyone has a question in life and they're confused about what the right thing is, it's as a result of that mixture of good and evil. Now, particularly though, the mixture of good and evil, well, the, the, the specific aspect of that reality, that phenomenon of the mixture of good and evil that we're going to be talking about is as follows. Nishmas Yisrael, the souls of the Jewish people, there's also two categories. There's the souls of the Jewish people, there's Knesset Yisrael, and the Jewish people, the Nishmas Yisrael, the souls of the Jewish people, come before, predate any particular person that we know is Jewish, right? The, the Gemara, the, the Pesach says, Bereshis, that Hashem created the world in the beginning, right? Rashi says, Bishvil Yisrael Shnikoreshis, that Hashem created the world because of, the, because of Yisrael. Yisrael, Yisrael doesn't exist yet. Nishmas Yisrael exists. Adam and Chava, Adam and Chava were... Nishmas Yisrael, they were the sum total of the entirety of the Jewish people were in Adam and Chava, okay? And then you had another category, the souls of the nations of the world. You have Gan Eden and Nachash. You have Nishmas Yisrael and the nations of the world. As a result of the Chet, not only are things shrunken down, that's for sure, that's not the discussion right now, as a result of the Chet, Nishmas Yisrael became polluted and became mixed up with Klippa. With, with unholiness, with impurity. Everything becomes mixed up, toiv and ra, everything, including nishmas Yisrael. Okay? Now, therefore, going forward after Adam and Chava's sin, part of the major avayda of Avram, Mitzch, and Yaakov, of the, the ones that are trying to establish Am Yisrael, Knesset Yisrael in the world, is that they're not only trying to you know, be mechanic their children properly and make sure Kal Yisrael are unique and separate and have a Muna, and they're not just trying to be Makar of the world. On a very, on a deep spiritual level, what the Avaita, what the Ovisakdashim were trying to do, what they were charged with doing, is to sift through all the Nishamas of humanity and to somehow, on a spiritual level, isolate Nishmas Yisrael and to unify Nishmas Yisrael from being spread and mixed up among all the nations of the world, and to unify them and bring them into their own jurisdiction. In other words, to try to, try to go back to what it was in terms of there being two different purified universes, purebred Nishmas Yisrael and purebred not Nishmas Yisrael. And as because in order to have Klai Yisrael, you need to be able to sift through that process. That's the void of the Avis. That's Aleph, Bez. The Rizal says the following idea. This is, where it's, this, is, this is the part that's a little bit uh, tricky. The Rizal says that every neshama really is comprised of two parts. Two parts. Now, in the terminology of the Rizal, for our purposes, we'll call it the following term. There's the body of the neshama and the head of the neshama. Now, obviously, physically speaking, your body, the head and the body are disconnected, it's a big problem, right? So it doesn't really work. But spiritually speaking, there is a part of the neshama which is called the body, and there's a part of the neshama which is called the head. Each one can exist on its own, but obviously the healthy thing is for them to be unified. And as the terminology indicates, the body is gewaldic, but the head is a much higher madrega. Both parts of Nishmas Yisrael, the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael and the heads of Nishmas Yisrael became polluted and mixed up as a result of the Chet Yitzhadas. But the Rizal explains that the, the process and the action that Adam and Chava took in order to create that mixture was different in terms of the body of the Neshama and the head of the Neshama. According to the Rizal, in, Chum, like in Chumash, when you read about the sin, it's all about listening to the snake and eating from the tree. That's, that's really what it is, which is very tubishvat. But in the Kisviari, the Indian of eating from the tree is really part of a much bigger Avera 
that Adam and Chava committed, which is really the essence of the sin, which is Adam and Chava living together before Shabbos. That's really what the issue was. That's really what the issue was. Mm-hmm. Because we see this in Chazal, that eating is very often a synonymous or a, a Lashanakia, a nice way of talking about intimacy between a husband and wife. Achlo there's different terminologies in Tanakh and Chazal. That's how sometimes Chazal talk. So of course, Adam and Chava ate from the tree. We're not taking away the image that you have from the time that you're in second grade. That's, that's still true. But it's part of a much broader Indian, which is Adam and Chava living together. Because we know, like, for example, you also remember from the time that you were kids, maybe you didn't realize it when you were a kid, what, you were, what was being told to you. But Rashi brings down from Chazal that one of the reasons why the Nachash, like, what's the Nachash getting involved? What's, what's his issue with Adam and Chava? Because he saw Adam and Chava living together, and he was Nisava, he was uh, jealous of that. So he wants to share Shter Shalom Bayes. And the primistic level means that the living together of Adam and Chava before Shabbos, which is not the way the Rabbanu Shalom wanted it to be, it's on some level of Bechina Pagama Bris. It's on some level of Bechina Pagama Bris. Obviously, you know, it was Bekdush of Tahrir, Adam and Chava. But on their level, what the Rabbanu Shalom expected from them, not Shabbos, is ready Pagama Bris. And therefore, on some level, that already was the Chayv. And the Rizal says, that inion of Adam and Chava living together before Shabbos, that's what caused the mixture of good and evil in terms of the body of the Jewish souls. So the body of the Jewish souls became mixed up, and they were nifgam, they were damaged, by Adam and Chava living together. What about the heads of the Jewish soul? When, did that, when was that affected? And the reason for that is, by the way, when a husband and wife live together, and especially Adam and Chava, it's in order to produce neshamas. So when we're talking about neshamas becoming da- damaged by Adam and Chava, it's always going to be related to the inyane bris, an inyane ishus aspect of the avera. When you're eating, you're not bringing down new neshamas, right? But a husband and wife is bringing down neshamas. So the avera that's going to cause damage to nishmas Yisrael, both body and head, is going to be averas that are in Adam and Chava's universe that are related to ishus, you understand? So when Adam and Chava live with each other in Gan Eden, but not in the right way, which was a Pagam Habris on their level. Again, we're talking about Adman Chava, but you understand. So that causes damage, that causes bilbul and irvav and mixtures in the bodies of the Jewish soul. The heads of the Jewish soul actually was not damaged yet. It was not brought down even yet. But the seeds were planted for damage. And the Rizal said the actual time when the heads of the Jewish souls were brought down and damaged by Adam and Chava was actually after the sin of Adam and Chava. Chazal tell us that after the chait of Adam and Chava, Adam and Chava wanted to do tshuva, and they separated from each other for 130 years. Kuflam et 130 years. Now, this is where you have to be very careful. We're talking about, you know, tzaddikim, you know, tzaddikim from 50 years ago, you have to be careful to talk about also, right? We're talking about Adam and Chava, we're talking about... <laughs> There's not, you know, you can't even say, but it's we have to learn, we have to know. Chazal say that during those 130 years when Adam and Chava were separated from, from each other, Adam Be'oynes, Be'derach Oynes, had over 130 years an occasional experience of Pagam Habris. Okay? Be'derach Oynes. Be'derach Oynes, not willingly, Chas V'shon. Now the Rizal taught that the Pagam Habris that Adam experienced over those 130 years was a residual effect of that Pagam Habris that was happened in Gan Eden with being with his wife before Shabbos. When he was with the Pagam Habris that took place in Gan Eden, that caused, this, that caused a bilbul, an irvov, a mixture, a damage to the bodies of the Jewish souls. The Pagam Habris that took place over the 130 years was bringing down and damaging at the same time the heads of the Jewish souls. So altogether, that is the full picture of the Pagam, of Nishmas Yisrael that took place as a result of Adam Chava. The body, because of what happened in Gan Eden, and the head, because of the, resi- the which it all comes from what happened in Gan Eden, but the, the head, because of what happened post Gan Eden. <coughs> Take a look at Maramukim number one. This is from Sharp Sukkim and Parsha Shemais. It's just some, you know, again, uh, like I said, with time, Mashiach is going to come, we're going to have to know these in Yon, you understand? So we're just making achanas. We've explained in other places, other times, that most, most times, neshamas are more uh, connected, the, 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 uh, 
the, the average person walking around is more, more often than not just the body of their neshama, not really the head of their neshama. To be zeichet to the head of your neshama, that's already big madrig. Both neshamas come from the body, but not from the head itself, not from the das itself. But said there is But when it comes to Adam and Chava, it was Davka because of the Pagam Habris, the Atzah that he had Ba'inas in those 130 years. That's what brought down not just the bodies of the Neshama, but the heads of the Neshama. Why? Because again, this is you know, because when it comes to the Indian, the Pagam that took place during those 130 years, it was from the mind of Adam and Chava. That's how these things happen. It's not being motivated or awakened by anything external. It, it's from the own mind. And so Mamela said the Riyakadish, the Nishamas, the parts of the Nishama that's going to be brought down and damaged by that experience is Dafka not the body of the Nishama. Going to be the mind of the neshama, the head of the neshama, because it's the head that's causing these problems during those 130 years. Okay. So he says, Yeah. Also just Adam. Just Adam. Adam for this point, for, the, for our purposes right now. Yes. To the yichud of Adam and Chava, right? The yichud of Adam and Chava before before Shabbos that brought brought down the body and damaged it because it was before Shabbos. The pagam of Adam in those 130 years brought down the head and damaged it at the same time. It doesn't seem that way. We're going to see soon. It's more of an Adam dika inyan. What did the eating of the tree actually damage? Is that something? The tree can be seen at. Okay, I'm not going to be able to answer that. Let's see. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it at that. We'll see. Maybe, maybe next week we'll, we'll maybe, yeah, there you go. So maybe next week we'll talk about that. Let's see what he says. Nimsa. So it comes out. All the neshamas that were brought down, that were created, so to speak, during those 130 years, Shapirish Adam and when Adam and Chava were separated, Kulam neshamas al yainis kedayshais v'vichinas hadas. These were all holy, big neshamas, much bigger than the neshamas that were brought down during the times of Adam Chava in Gan Eden before Shabbos, right? Or at least the, 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 the parts of the neshama that was brought down then was much less than the parts of the neshama that's being brought down now. But again, just as the body was messed up because how it was brought to the world, so the heads was also messed up because of how it was brought to the world. And it's going to need a lot of vinyanim, a lot of process to work through these neshamas and to sift through that Indian, right? Remember I said that the jobs of, of Avram Avinu and so on is to sift through the neshamas and to clarify, and to fix the mistake of Admin Chava. But now there's two tracks. There's the bodies of the neshamas that the others have to work with and there's the heads of the neshamas that the others have to work with. And so what we're going to see in that result is that these two parts of the neshama, the bodies of the neshama, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were able to work through and take care of on their own. It's 100% fine. And once Yaakov comes to the world and the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael have been worked through from Avram, Avinu, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael are now purified and ready to go. But the problem was the heads of Nishmas Yisrael. The heads of Nishmas Yisrael took a lot more avayda to work it through. It wasn't just enough for there to be an Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov in the world. We're going to see that's where you needed Gauls Mitzrayim. Gauls Mitzrayim was a catharsis, was an any necessary, not to sift through and to clarify the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael, but the heads of Nishmas Yisrael. Now this is where we're going to see the introduction of the Erev Rav soon. The word Erev Rav equals Begamashri, the word Das. So we're going to see that the Erev Rav is part of this Indian of sifting through the heads of Nishmas Yisrael. But again, we're not there yet. But let's, let's work it through. With Tzrichim Gogul and Rabbim, let's take the second line, second paragraph. Tzrichim Gogul and Rabbim, let's start from Olavnam, Atoim Chaloisim It takes a lot of Inyanim to work through until all the sickness is removed from these Nishamas. I did the Gogul and Rabbim. And these neshamas made their way into the world from generation to generation. They weren't just like now floating out of space somewhere. They became people throughout the generations. And every generation, uh, there was a possibility of them being fixed or being even further damaged. But the heads of the neshamas really did not really begin to really be fixed until Yaakov you know, comes. 
Shetikinus Adam Rishon, who he himself was sort of the reemergence of Adam, Adam Rishon himself. We know Chazal say, Yaakovinu is Loi Meis. Yaakovinu never died. So on some level, and the Chazal say that his face looked like Adam Rishon. So Yaakovinu is somehow sort of the reemergence of Adam Rishon. And now you could begin in earnest fixing the heads of Nishmas Yisrael from Yaakov and on. Ishtam. Ishtam, also. Mitasa these things. And now, now you can really begin to be in the children of Adam and Chava, and Hashemis Hanisker, which were the Hashemis that we're talking about. And that's what Gals Mitzrayim was about. Was really not for the bodies. The bodies didn't need Gals Mitzrayim. It's the heads that needed Gals Mitzrayim. That's what he says. Okay, so now let's. Okay, then that's the Hakdama introduction. Now let's begin to see the actual history of these heads of Nishmas Yisrael. Because that's now what we're focused on. The heads of Nishmas Yisrael. What is their spiritual history? So they first come into the world in a damaged way by Adam and Chava during those 130 years. And now what? So what's the first time they actually come as people? What's their first Gilgal in that way? With the opportunity of fixing. The beginning of, of their Gilgal, of their Gilgulam, the, the, the first time where they actually come to the world physically. The heads of the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, It was the Dar Hamabel. The Dar Hamabel was not just on bad people, and Hashem punished them. Mixed up within that generation were the heads of Nishmas Yisrael. Even Moshe Rabbeinu himself, Chazal say in Chulin, Moshe and It's a strange question. Where, where is Moshe hinted to in Chumash? Where's the first time? Where's the first appearance of Moshe? So Chazal say it's by the Mabel. It says in Pasuk, Hashem says, I want to destroy humanity. Beshagam hu basar, because they're just flesh anyway. Beshagam, says the Gemara, is begematria Moshe. Well, Moshe. What's Moshe doing in Dharamabal? The answer is because, again, Moshe Rabbeinu is the head. He's leading Kal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. He's, we're going to see Moshe Rabbeinu's relationship in this Indian soon. But the entire, Nishmas, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael were mixed in the Dharamabal. They were mixed in the Dharamabal. So he says, and therefore the first opportunity they had to fix themselves was also the Dara Mabel. But instead of fixing themselves, they damaged themselves even more. And because their original problem, they were born in the world, in a way of Avera, in a way of Pagam, specifically with Pagam Abris. Therefore, that Indian that they came to the world with, they carried that baggage with them in their first lifetime. And they were naturally inclined to rebel against the Rabbani Shalom. The Ikrachatam, no, and in what particular way was Dharamabal specifically terrible in? Where did they get this Indian from? It's because that's how they came to the world originally, with Adam and Chava, those 130 years, with the way of Pekamabris. And all this is hinted to in the Pasuk. When Hashem decides to bring the Mabal, he says, Vayinachim Hashem, Hashem regrets, Ki Adam that he made Adam in the world. No, the Mepharshim yes, it's a little bit strange. We're, we're way past Adam. We're talking about a generation of the Mabal. Why is the generation of the Mabal called Adam? They should be called uh, B'nai Adam, I don't know, Adam. So he says, Hanerah B'dara Mabal, that's talking about the Mabal. Kihem B'nai Adam Rishonatzmai. Because really the issue, the problem started because of Adam. That's really the problem. It was Adam's decision. Gamze Omer, this is also the meaning of the Pasuk. V'yom Hashem, Hashem says, Emcha Esa Adam, Asher Barasi. I am going to erase the Adam that I created. So the question is again, why are you referring to an entire generation as Adam? And you, you created them? You created Adam, right? Directly, you didn't create them. They were, they, they, these are generations that produced themselves, right? In a normal way. There's no, no, this is Adam. This is Adam. The whole Indian Dharmabal is going back to Adam. Adam was Mamish created by Hashem. And this is just the reemergence of aspects of Adam, Adam himself. So the first opportunity they had to come to the world is Dharmabal. Not They don't fix themselves, Adra, but they just intensify the problem. Achrikach. Next, Nizgalgalu Pam Beis, Bidar HaFlaga. They didn't die because of so we're going to see about Gezel also. We're going to see about Gezel also. We're going to see that soon. Those are the two Averis. Right now he's focusing on the Gamma Bris, but we're going to see the Gezel soon. Then they come back the second time, Bedar HaFlaga, in the generation of the dispersion. And they also, instead of fixing, they now mess up again. But their Aver was not Gamma Bris, now in the second lifetime. What was their in the second lifetime? 
tfira, a lack of amuna, right? They want to fight against Hashem. That, that, that's the inyani amuna. That's their inyan. The zesham arkosav, that's the meaning of the pasuk. Vayered Hashem, also by that flood, we find the interesting thing. Vayered Hashem, lyris as the irves and megdol, asherbanu b'nei adam. B'nei adam. Asherbanu ha'am, asherbanu, you know, whatever, asherbanu. It's not asherbanu. I mean, asherbanu b'nei adam. But Dara Mabal are called Adam, the Dara Flood are called B'nai Adam. Right? It's to hint to this idea. Because they, they're this, they re, the second time, the reemergence of Adam. And they now the Begam is with Amuna. This is, by the way, why you see in the Hasidic Shasaram very much that Amuna and Shmir Sabris down to each other. Down to each other. When a person has difficulties in Amuna, more often than not, you read, you mechazik yourself with Amuna, it's true, but also work on Shmir Sabris. Because what, what do they have to do with it? We, we don't yet know what they have to do with each other, but we are seeing that what Neshamas uh, that came to the world in the way of Pagama Bris, the two Inyanim they struggle with is Pagama Bris, obviously, and Amuna. So again, we don't know why these things are connected. This is just introduction so far, but, but somehow these two things are bound to each other. Okay. And then there's a third time the Neshamas come to the world, Ba'an Shei Sadaim, in the generation of Sadaim. Ba'an Shei Sadaim. Every time they reemerge, in a way of damage. But there are klal, This is something we find in the Shargul Gulim, that if neshama comes through again, I don't want to. I'm not trying to freak anyone out. But the way neshama, the way it works is that if neshamas come to the world with Gulim and there's no progress, there's just pushing no progress, then but there are klal, You got four chances. You got four chances, and if at four times there's no progress, then the neshama has to go other mahalchim, you know, other mahalchim to fix, which could be barachimim. Or not, but just other mahalchim besides Gulgulim. You have four chances. If progress is being made, okay, then, then the Ravonishim has all the patience in the world. But uh, you have to show progress within four times. So first time around, no progress. Second time, no progress. They come back a third time. No progress, right? Fine. After three chances and still nothing's happening. The fourth time these neshamas, the heads, come to the world, are actually, they come to the world in Mitzrayim, and they find themselves being reincarnated in the Jewish people that are living in Mitzrayim, who are purified, healthy bodies of the souls, and now they're being reunified with their heads, and the goal of Mitzrayim is to work through the heads of Kla Yisrael, and that's what Goldsmith's sign was about. Now, he says like this. And this is going to be the way to answer the question that all the G'daylam have dealt with. What is the purpose of Goldsmith's sign? What was it there for? First, why was there a Goldsmith's sign? Why is a Dafke Mitzrayim more than any other place? Another question you could ask is, Why dafk in that way of slavery? So the answer is as follows, based on what we said. That these neshamas, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael again, that have been going through their Gilgulam, and others again, let's, let's, let's keep in mind, there's two tracks going on. The bodies of Nishmas Yisrael have been worked through very simply and nicely. They've had sort of a smoother mahalach. Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, the Shvatim. Okay, Shvatim have their inyanim, it's fine, whatever it is. But Lamaisa, everything is pretty much fine. All in all, everything's in order. And Klai Yisrael find their way in Mitzrayim. And, and fine, that's all the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael. Mitzat Sheni, the camera now tilts to the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, a much harder inyan. Uh, the Dharamabal, Dharaflaga, Sadaim. And now they have to find their fourth opportunity to be masakin themselves, and so what happens now is the Rabbanu decides to take those neshamas and to reunite them with their bodies that have now been just casually living in Mitzrayim under very pleasant conditions. And all of a sudden, when the time for those heads of neshamas to reunite with their bodies, and now, now the bodies also have to take up the responsibility of working through the head as well, so all of a sudden, Golis Mitzrayim begins and things begin to get terrible. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, like we're, why is everything turning over and said? Why is Pari not remembering Yosef Why is everything 
falling apart? The answer is because at that moment, the Rabbanu Shem decided to take those neshamas and to re-implant them in Nishmas Yisroh. And now Nishmas Yisroh is complete and whole. You've got to work through the Inyan now. And now it's a fourth, final opportunity to make some progress. And Baruch Hashem, progress was made. That's what Goldsmith's time was about. Now he's going to explain exactly why the Shibit is. And, this, and we have to go a little bit further back in history to appreciate why Dafki and Mitzrayim. But we'll, we'll see in a second, just bear with me. So he says like this, V'lochein. Now he explains, based on the history of these neshamas, why the Gulf Mitzrayim was the way it was. V'lochein. The, uh, whatever, the three lines before the end of the paragraph. V'lochein. So now you have to appreciate what's going on over here. Now there's, a, there's, there's the avayda that Klaisol has to do in Mitzrayim is now quadrupled. On the one hand, you have to fix these neshamas, the heads of the neshamas from the beginning. As, uh, you know, ju- ju- uh, from the, that was always the plan to fix these neshamas. But now, not only fix the original problem of Adam and Chava, now you have to fix the Dara Mabels because they, they added problems. The Dara Haflaga, the Dara Sadaim, they added problems. So now you have to not only fix the original problem, you've got to fix all the added problems that came over time. And the reason explains that the experiences that Kalei had in Mitzrayim was custom-made to be mechaper and be mesakein those inyanim, those inyanim that, 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 that these neshamas have been going through. Therefore, he says, Lachain, lefish, abedchila, bedar. Someone says something? I had a question. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it could be. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> the, the, the avos themselves, yeah. were they on an individual basis fixing both body and head? So, we're, we're, so they, they certainly were involved in that process, but in term, that's, that's why Avram Avinu like he he davens for Sadaim. There's a reason why he's davening for Sadaim. Because he sees in Sadaim the higher part of Nishmas Yisrael. And so he has big Rahmanas on them. So but their bunch was responding, it's not in their own them as individuals, they were they were complete. They were, yeah, they were complete. But in terms of Am Yisrael, Yisrael that's where you need to work, yeah. So because in the Dharma Mabal, the damage that was even increased was through Pagama Bris, through Ashkhazazara. And that's why they were destroyed with the waters of the flood, which is boiling hot waters, which Chazal always associate that with Bagamabris. Right? That's why part of Sheba Mitzrayim, it was a terrible Indian, is the Gulf is that the baby boys are going to be thrown and drowned in the river, reflective, reminiscent of the Dharamabal. Okay, and that's why it was only on the boys. Because begama bris is a male Indian, predominantly, not so much a female Indian. So this the, that aspect of is custom made to be misakin the Indian of the darhamabul. That's why it's dafkas charm. and the veir of the darhaflag, which was what, which was building structures and towers, the ear and the migdal. Havo nivna levenim. The lashon of the pasuk was by the daraflaga. Come, let's go and build and make bricks and build a tower to rebel against Hashem to be kaifer beikar. V'lachvar beikar liyachin bay to deny Hashem and to fight against Him. Lachin ata never be mekaimai. Havan is chakmalai. That's why Paris says a language same lashon of hava. Havan is chakmal. Let's come, come up with an eitz how to sla- how to enslave Kli Yisrael. Why that language of hava? It's reminiscent of the Raflaga. Hava nivna levneim, hava nischak Because that's what the Shibit was. To be mesakin, to be mechaper, for the begam that, that... It's to be mechaper for the begam, and to do what that uh, what generation was supposed to accomplish in Toiv, in terms of the Raflaga. Okay? Therefore, live nice peace in Varamses, keneged, it's a mistake, keneged he'ir v'amigdal. So in terms of the Raflaga, he doesn't explain yet, but we'll see in a moment. Now, he goes on to explain. Therefore, now the Rizal says sort of in, bra- in brackets over here, the Rizal, it's an amazing thing. You, you, this is like, it changes Chumash. It changes the whole history of Kalah Yisrael and appreciate what's going on over here because we know that on a very simple level, on a very simple level, Gulf Mitzrayim, is, it was necessary to allow Kalah Yisrael to stand by Harsinai, right? That's the, on a very, like Pashit, all the Shmuzin you heard when you were from the Meshkichim and Yeshiva. What's Gulf Mitzrayim about? To go to the Sinai in order to stand by Harsinai, Tavzun Salakim Harazah. That, that's 100% true of Pneumius, but we appreciate this now because you can't be Makabal Torah unless you have the head of your Nisham. And that's what we're going we're gonna to see over here, that to receive Torah, which is Moshe Rabbeinu as an Indian, is that you can't, it's not enough to have the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael, you have to have the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, which explains why the Torah wasn't given to the Avis. 
and it wasn't given to the 70 souls. Like, why not? The answer is because at that time, in terms of Klal Yisrael, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael was not clarified yet. It was lost in Sadaim and lost in who knows where. In order for the Torah to be received, the Torah has to be given, not just to a body of a Neshama, but to a head of a Neshama. So you have to go through Mitzrayim. First of all, in Mitzrayim, that's where the head and the body became unified once again in the same person. And that's when that person now embraces the Avaidah that's necessary to work through the Nyanim, that the head of that Neshama needs to be worked through. And now you can receive the Torah. So it's all, it's all related to this. Now he says as follows. In order for this Tikkun to take place, there's always the negative and the positive. So Klai Yisrael in Mitzrayim are going through the negative. They're going through the kapara. The kapara that's needed because of all the pagam. But what about the positive? What about actually fixing as opposed to just you know, getting punished for the mistakes? What about actually fixing the original issue? So the result says like this. So throughout the Gulf of Mitzrayim, they, they, they accepted their punishment. But they have to now do something positive to Messiah. Tikkun is the beginning, by the way, what the Rizal is revealing to us right now. Tikkun, when we think of fixing a mistake, it's, half of it is sur mirah, is to not do the mistake again and to fast and to do tshuva and to cry. That's all the sur mirah, that's the oinish, so to speak. But there's also that seitoiv, that inyan now in positive. The same position, now you redo it in a positive way. Even, but I'm saying, and I say toiv, to do it in a positive way. So how did Klai Yisrael, so in order to stand by our Sinai, we got to go through the inyanim of fixing these earlier generations. So the negative side of the, of the fixing, the Einish side of it, that was Gauls Mitzrayim. But what about the positive side of it? So Rizal says the positive side of it, one second, the positive side of it is going to be experienced from Klai Yisrael's exodus from Mitzrayim until our Sinai. So he says, one second, he says like this, Right? So we have to do. The head has to be fixed. Let's go this way. So again, the Einish Shabai was the slavery, the building in Mitzrayim. But that, what, that, what about the positive? This is why they were given in the place of Mara, again, in the passage of the Shalach, they were given the mitzvah of Shabbos. Right? The Pasuk said they came to the place of Mara. That's when they were given a certain amount of mitzvahs, one of them being Shabbos. So the question of Farshim is, in a few days, you go by our Sinai, we have to have Shabbos first. So the reason you need a Shabbos because Shabbos is the positive of Kfira, right? Kfira is to deny Hashem. What's the mitzvah that we have which is all about Amuna? Shabbos. The Gemara says, whoever keeps Shabbos, you're, even if you're a servant of Adizara like Dar Enosh, you're Michael, right? Because Shabbos is about Amuna. So Klai Yisrael needed to stand by our scene. They had to fully rectify all those generations that preceded them. The Ramabal, Aflog, and Sadaim. So in terms of haflaga, the, ne- the einish of it was the slavery, and the positive of it was Shmir Shabbos. As he says, right? Whereas the haflaga, they're denying the existence of God or fighting against Him. Now by keeping Shabbos, you're accepting Hashem's existence and embracing it, and you're happy with it. You're serving, the, you, you want to have a muna. You're saying that Hashem created the world in six days. Now, what about the generation of the flood? So it's interesting. The reason I'll says as follows. It's, we'll see in a second. Like, uh, like, uh, like uh, Mr. Klein pointed out before, is that the Dharamabal is composed of two Averis. You have Pagama Bris, and you also have Gezel. So in terms of Pagama Bris, the reason says the Einish and the positive was all at the same time. Because when those babies, God forbid, were thrown into the river, so that's a punishment, but it's also a mitzvah to dial Kiddush Hashem. It's a, it's a, it's a positive thing in you. So that experience of was both the negative and the positive. What about the other side of Dharamabal, which is Gezel? So said that Rizal, who connected Avoin Dharamabal by Avoin Gezel, Nasalam Parshish Mishpatim. According to Chazal, this is what the Rizal is going with, is that Parshish Mishpatim, although it's recorded in the Chumash after Mantaira, but the truth is Parshish Mishpatim was actually given before Mantaira. That's what the Arizal is going with. 
not only, not only what is the Avera of Gezel talked about in Parshish Mishpatim, El Shadin Harishin, what's the first mitzvah in Parshish Mishpatim? Kisekne Evid Ivri, that to buy a Jewish slave. What does it mean? Why is a guy being sold in slavery? Because he stole something and couldn't pay it back, right? That's the halacha. So he says, Medaber benimkar bignevasai, And it's talking about a guy that, was, that, that stole something, couldn't pay it back, is now being sold into slavery. Said there is like this. Gezel also has to be fixed. What's the so Gezel also needs an Einish and it needs a positive. It needs the the the, the, the of Gezel is the fact that Klai Yisrael are sold as slaves in Mitzrayim. So again, the, the actual building structures as a slave, that was for the Haflaga. The Kolabena Tashlichu, the river. Killing the babies in the river, that's because of their amabel. But the very fact that they're owned by Mitzrayim, I, whatever you want me to do, I can peel potatoes for you, but the fact that I'm owned by you, that I'm an Eved, that's a tikkun, that was the Einish for the, the Aver of Gezel of the Dor HaMabel. Because what happens when you steal something and you can't pay it back? You're sold as an Eved. So, and this is also why, practically speaking, Yosef was sold, and the Shvatim have to pay it back. How do you pay that back? So you're sold into slavery. So that's, the, that's the, the negative side of Gezel. And the positive side of Gezel is Parshish Mishpatim. To be Mekabah all in yourself. To be Mekayim the mitzvahs of Gezel and Geneva and so on. That's the negative and the positive. If the Shikul, if, if Gezel's Mitzrayim was these Kikunim, yeah. then how does that explain the we're at the 49th level of Tumor? Meaning like why along with these Kikunim happening it seems to be getting worse. more ready for, to do the Asayim. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, we'll have to. We'll have to see about that. We'll have to see about that. Another question I can't answer. No, it's it. it yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's his own Indian. That's his own Indian as well. But in terms of the tikkunim, this larger historical picture, that's what that's what the result saying over here. It sounds like more extreme. It was more extreme, right? Because the Dharmabal are not put into a massive slavery. So it's, it's, it, it, now you have to pay for it even more. Yeah, yeah. So, so far, we. Yeah, yeah oh gosh. It says, so yeah, we took care of the Mabal, both positive and negative, in terms of both Averis, Pagamabris, and Gezel, right? Hafloga, positive and negative, is taken care of in terms of building structures for Paroi and Shabbos. And what about Sadaim? So he says, Sadaim also positive and negative. What was that very Sadaim? Corrupt justice system, corrupt dinim. So negative, the result of explains negative is that part of the slavery was that you had these, these uh, what are they called, uh, you know, these officers that were in charge of Yidin to make sure that the quotas kept and so on. Leadership, unhealthy leadership and dayanim and so on, authority figures that are, that are negative. That was the Einish side of the Daraflaga. And the positive side of the Daraflaga is preceding Mantaira. Yisrael shows up and gives Maisha the Eitzah of setting up a court system. Why is that, why is that the Hachana for Harsinai? Because that's finishing, that's the positive side of Sadaim. So he went to the Mabul, Haflaga, and Sadaim. Each one needs a Tikkun. In the experience of Kal Yisrael in Mitzrayim and leading up to Harsinai, both in negative and in positive. That's what the Arizal says. Now, now, until now we saw, and Mamash, we're going to end off Mamash in just a couple more minutes, and then next week we'll, we'll take it to the next level, is that so far we have this in, you know, okay, so these Nishamas, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, Mabul, Haflaga, Sadaim, and now finally they find their way in Mitzrayim, reuniting with their second halves with their bodies, and now the Tikkun could really begin in earnest, and uh, it's a big avoida, but that's what, that's what happens. The Rizal explains, though, that the truth is, these, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael were in Mitzrayim anyway. They were in Mitzrayim anyway. It's not like they were floating, and then when Yidin were there, oh, now they come in. They were in Mitzrayim anyway. And, you'll see in a second. Din, Va'ata, said the Rizal, this is in Parshas Miketz. In Sharm, so until now, it was Parshas Shemais, this is in Parshas Miketz. 
He's talking about what Chazal say, amazing thing. The Chazal say that part of when Yosef Tzadik became leader in Mitzrayim, one of his inyanim is, is that he made a gezerah on particular cities in Mitzrayim that they should have a brismila. Goyim. They should have a brismila. And he rearranged the cities that people should live in particular places. So he's just talking about, what's this inyan that Yosef Tzadik is giving a brismila to Goyim? Why? Just time to make them crazy. So on a very b'derech shot, the shot is because he knows that Klai are going to make their way to Mitzrayim at some point, and they shouldn't feel completely alien to the culture, so at least, like the concept of Rasmila, like at least the guy should get used to it. It's a little bit still funny. The reason says as follows that after the Sadaim, that's uh, that was the third time, and now the fourth time they find them, those Nishamas, the heads of the Nishamas, find themselves in Mitzrayim, right? So the reason said that eventually they become, they, they find their resting place and their final, final resting place in Klai Yisrael in Mitzrayim. But even before Klai Yisrael made it there, they were in Mitzrayim, but they were mixed up amongst the Goyim of Mitzrayim. Said the Arizal, The fourth time, when the Neshamas come, when they come to the world after the time, they first find themselves in Mitzrayim, amongst the Goyim of Mitzrayim. And Yosef HaTzadik was Ruach HaKadosh, saw this in the Egyptians. He saw this. He saw in them, Nishmas Yisrael, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, and he knew with Ruach HaKadosh that this is the fourth time that these Nishamas come to the world, and that means it's the last opportunity, and he was confident it's going to work its way through. And Yosef HaTzadik therefore knew that these Nishamas are going to have to be misuk, and they're going to have to be fixed by reuniting with Kal Yisrael. And this is why Yosef HaTzadik knew that he has to figure out a way to get Kal Yisrael into Mitzrayim. Why? Not because of the Shvatim, it's because of the Nishamas that are mixed up in Mitzrayim, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, that need to find their resting place in Yidin to really get the fourth opportunity off on the right foot. So what Yosef Tzadik is doing throughout his entire time in Mitzrayim is paving the way. It's, he's giving little tikkunim, little, bre- little cred- breadcrumbs to these Nishamas of Klai Yisrael that are lost, lost amongst the Mitzrayim to give them the hachana that they needed that when Klai Yisrael, the bodies of Nishmas Yisrael, will find themselves in Mitzrayim, the, the transition would be nice and smooth for these neshamas of the heads to be taken from the Mitzrayim and returned to Nishmas Yisrael and reunited with their body counterpart. In order for that transition to happen, Yosef Tzadik is working his magic. He's working these inyanim. And part of the thing that he had to do was to give them a bris milah. The inyan of bris that he was given to the Egyptians was not to make them yidden, but it was giving that lost head of Nishmas Yisrael in these particular Mitzrayim the a little bit of a tam of Kedusha, that when Klai Yisrael comes to Mitzrayim, they'll have that, oh, I tasted that once. I tasted what it means to be, to be Kaddish and to be Tahar and to be connected to Nishmas Yisrael in a proper way, and they're going to be able to be drawn healthfully. This is what the Rizal says, Tzadik knew when he saw the Mitzrayim, he saw in many, millions of them, he saw the lost heads of Nishmas Yisrael in its fourth incarnation. <laughs> That's why he put upon them Mrs. Mila. To give a little bit of a tikkun, a little bit of a tikkun of the original mistake, the original chait, that these Nishmas were born into the world with, which was what? All going back to Begam Abris. So Yosef Tzadik is the first Jew in Mitzrayim, paving the way for the ultimate tikkun of these, like, you know, the inti- this, is where, this is where he started with, with last week. The entire Indian of Gauls Mitzrayim is Begam Abris, Tikkun Abris. It's all revolving around that. It is, it, it, the entire Indian of Gauls Mitzrayim is ultimately to fix the heads of Nishmas Yisrael, which came to the world in a way of Begam Abris. The whole thing is revolving around that. Yahis Tzadik is there for a major player to begin to, to create a path where these Nishamas that are lost in Mitzrayim should find their resting place in Klai Yisrael is through bris mila. It's all revolving around this Indian. It's all revolving around this Indian. So he says, And now that these Goyim were given a bris mila, and the lost souls, the lost heads of the souls of Nishmas Yisrael that's in them had a little taste of Kedusha through the Hiskashras with Yosef HaTzadik, they could begin to find the Shtikl Tikkun, and now they become reincarnated or reconnected to Klai Yisrael that finds themselves in Mitzrayim, in that next generation after the 70 souls. And that's when the Gauls really begins. The simon, the reason why the Gauls is happening is because that's the moment when the souls of the heads of Klai Yisrael that were now until now in Mitzrayim are now being siphoned away and now being clarified, now being magnetically drawn to Klai Yisrael in where it's supposed to be. 
And now everything is set up for the Tikkun to really happen in earnest, and that's when the Sheba begins. As the result just explained, all the Sheba and all the Yom of the Gauls is custom made to fix all the mistakes that, were, that these Nishamas experienced. So it's all, it's all about that. And, and by the way, this is what's amazing, how long was Gauls Mitzrayim? 210 years, right? But if you think about it, the Geula really begins with the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu comes to the world, things are getting a lot better already. You can already see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Moshe Rabbeinu was how old when, Goldsmith, when, when the Geula took place? <coughs> he was 80. What's 210 minus 80? 130, which means that really Goldsmith's Mitzrayim, in real dark Goldsmith's Mitzrayim, 130 years. Because that's exactly the amount of years that Adam and Chava had the Pagama Brisinyanim after, you know, separating from Chava. That's when these Nishamas were originally brought to the world. So the catharsis of Gaul's Mitzrayim to misaking that is also going to be 130 years. And Moshe Rabbeinu's reemergence is now, just as after that, we're going to see this next week, Bezah Hashem, after 130 years, Adam and Chava reunite <coughs> and have Shays, right? They have, a, they have a child after Kainevel, Shays. Moshe Rabbeinu is the reemergence of Shays. Moshe is Rosh Tevis, Moshe, Sheis, and Hevel. So Sheis is Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gula begins, and so on and so forth. So this is what's going on now. Getting back to the Erev Rav, very, very quickly. Ah, it's late. Um, okay, so, Mamish, quickly. We're going to see that this process, that Yosef HaTzadik begins, which is creating a channel, creating a path for the heads of Nishmas Yisrael that are amongst the Mitzrayim, to find their way to Klai Yisrael in Mitzrayim, for the most part, it worked nice and smooth. And when Klai Yisrael leaves Mitzrayim, the Jewish people leave Mitzrayim, they're going with the bodies of Klai Yisrael that they came in with, because that was never the issue, plus the vast majority of the heads of Klai Yisrael that they siphoned off, that they took from, that was lost in Mitzrayim. The Erev Rav, right, the Erev Rav were the last few holdouts the last few holdouts of the heads of Nishmas Yisrael that for whatever reason were so shakua, were so mixed up in the clip of Mitzrayim that they couldn't find their way back to Nishmas Yisrael even though they were given a bris meal with Yisrael Tzadik. And that's where the Indian between Moshe and the Rabbanu Shalom is about with this Erevav. Because the Erevav, see you have to understand, the, the, the Nishamas that are most enmeshed are the most important, right? Because something that's very, very holy that's exactly what the Yitzhar is going to try to chop very, very quickly, right? The people that, if you don't have a big neshama, the Yitzhar is not going to pay much attention to you, you know what I'm saying? If, you have, if you're being paid attention to, it means you're on the top most wanted. So those neshamas of the Erev Rav that are still enmeshed, even after the, after the whole Indian, the whole Indian, Yosef Tzadik, Moshe, the Makis, and they're still stuck in Mitzrayim. The, so on the one hand, you can make the argument, they're not ready yet. So let's go for three days, like Moshe Vinnah says, right? Go for three days, We'll come back. What are you coming back for? Come back for the Erev So on the one hand, you can make the argument, they're not ready yet. But Moshe Rabbeinu says, I can't live without them. That's the essence theme. Moshe Rabbeinu, who's the reemergence, we'll see in a second. Moshe Rabbeinu is Das. Moshe Rabbeinu is the head of all heads. He can't leave without them. He can't leave without them. That's the name of the Erev So let's go back. We started with a, we started with a question in the name of last week. Who are the Erev Rav? The up, higher echelon, m- millions of people. Well, once we're introduced to the more spiritual background of who the Erevav were, and we're seeing this process, this phenomenon of neshamas are lost amongst many, many people, but slowly but surely finding their way to the right place, like Yosef Tzadik, right? He gives Mitzrayim a brismila to create a path for those neshamas to move from Mitzrayim into Klal Yisrael. So you can make the simple argument, Elu ve'elu derelikim chayim. At some point, originally, before the slavery kicks in, and Pari is nervous about Am B'nai Yisrael, who is the heir of Rav, amongst whom are the, the heads of Nishmas Yisrael mixed up, amongst millions of foreigners, millions of people. But by the time the Avdus is already over, and Moshe Rabbeinu is standing before Pari, then at that point, the process has, has gone through to such an extent where Nishmas Yisrael has now been can, has now been gathered together and brought into the Jewish fold. And now all those millions of people, which before are now the Indian of the Erev Rav, they're no longer the Erev Rav. They're no longer Das. They're no longer the heads of Kali Yisrael. And all that's left is what the Zayar says is the upper echelon, the few sorcerers that are left. So it's Elav Adil In terms of physical, is it millions of people? Or is it like 20 sorcerers? Like which one is it? But in terms of the Shamas, 
neshamas, it, it, it could be flexible. It starts off with neshamas that are mixed among millions, and by the time the gula happens, those neshamas are no longer in the millions of people, they're now just in 20 people left. And so in terms of neshamas, that's how it works. It's Eil Veil, Eil Chaim. But al Kapanim, this is, again, it's not practical yet. We're not up to, like, you know, actual shayvim yet. You understand? But this is, but this is already, we're, we're beginning to see, just to create a puzzle piece, what we're beginning to see is, is that really, really, the Indian of Shemir Sabris and Tikkun Abris and all that in Yana, which is connected with Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and Gauls Mitzrayim, is now, we can now identify it more succinctly and more clearly, is that it has to do with Das. It has to do with the head of Nishmas Yisrael. And real Shemir Sabris and real Tikkun Abris comes with becoming more conscious and becoming more united with not the body of your neshama, but with the head of your neshama. What that means and what that avoid looks like, that's Bez Hashem, we'll see next week. But that's really what we're seeing over here, right? You understand so far. So Shemir Sabris is not about just hold yourself back, blah, 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 which of course you have to do. So that a question. But on a much larger, pneumisticus scale, real Shemir Sabris comes with a much larger avoid, which is connecting to the head of your neshama, the das of your neshama. And that's where we're going to have to investigate more what that means, practically, and invite to the history of the Erev Rav, what's been going on since then. And uh, Bez Hashem, we should uh, be zeichet to see the Tikkun HaKlali.